The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're coming to you live today from Boston, Massachusetts, from the beautiful surrounds of a beautiful city from the 17th floor of uh, GP. They were formerly Globalization Partners. And Joan Grolo is Vice President of Partner Marketing at GP. And she's part of this Gateway to Europe uh, project. And we're going to speak a little bit more about that in just a moment. Uh, Joan, there's people listening to this so they can't appreciate the beautiful view that you can see. It's over my shoulder. Um, it's, It's a great, great setting for us here today. But listen, who or what are GP? What do you do? Oh, well, I'm so, well, first of all, thank you for having us today. And thank you for saying Globalization Partners and then GP, as we recently branded uh, to GP from Globalization Partners. So thank you for that. So GP is uh, what we call a uh, employer of record platform. So we are a leading uh, global employment platform. And what we do is we empower organizations globally to hire, and we hire people on their behalf. They identify who they're hiring. We will hire them. We will hire them as our employees. However, they're the card-carrying employee of uh, our customer, for example. So what that enables companies to do is if they are expanding globally, they want to enter a new market, or they just simply have an employee in an area where they don't have a legal entity, so therefore they can't hire them as an employee legally, we'll do that for them. Ah, so they they can effectively outsource all of that messiness of dealing with the system in kind of Tangiers and Tanzania and Timbuktu and Tunisia all at the same time. Is that it? (laughs) That is really well said. I wish I had said it that way. There's many teams I could think of off the top of my head. I wish I had said it that way. Yeah, so we we Apologies to everybody from Turkmenistan listening. I love it. I love it. Yes, so we're in 180 countries. So we can hire in 180 countries, which covers pretty much every country that you'll want to hire in for the most part. And we take all of the navigation of legal, tax, benefit, payroll off your plate. And I mean, this is a a huge company. It's it's not a a, a company that's kind of high street facing, if we'll describe it that way. So people mm-hmm. listening might not be aware. But I mean, there's a, a, a U.S. Open flag over your shoulder that I've been looking at, not the view. Uh, so I mean, you're sponsoring your events on, on that scale. Um, so we are. We are. Give we, us a sense of the size of the company. Yeah. So we are. So we are a private company. Um, we have approximately 1,200 employees. We don't tend to talk a lot about revenue, Um, but we do like to talk about scope. As I said, Mm. we're in 180 countries around the world. We have staff in all of those countries, um, and uh, we continue to grow. And I think what's really important, even though we are sitting here in our beautiful Boston, Massachusetts office on the 17th floor overlooking the Charles River and Boston Harbor, or Haba, depending on how you would like to to hear that, but anyways, I digress. Please ask the next question. Well, I was, you, you're, you're in Galway as well, speaking of uh, places with a beautiful harbor. Mm-hmm. We are. So we, that is our EMEA headquarters. So Galway, we have uh, about 260 employees right now. And we have 10 open headcounts. So for all of you that are listening, please go to gpg-p.com. Look at our open headcount because we're growing. And we're growing in business. We're growing in engineering. We're growing in IT. And we have a beautiful location there. And as I was saying to Robert here, I am going to visit the office for the very first time this weekend and staying for a week. Oh, wow. So my first experience in beautiful Dublin and Galway. Well, I can tell you, this crystal blue skies here behind me. It is always this sunny in Galway. I've heard. It is always this sunny. There's never a drop of rain. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. Mark my words. 
love it. Uh, Robbie McGillifaldrick is with us as well uh, from Sigmar and from uh, Ireland Gateway to Europe. Robbie, it's always good to see you. Um, I mean, that's a kind of a tangible example of the type of stuff that you're trying to encourage, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, again, you mentioned Galway and you mentioned the harbours. <laughs> and again, I think what we're trying to do is to kind of maybe harbour an environment for business to be done. Um, and you know the background to Ireland Gateway to Europe and the Boston College Business Council. And we've had such a tremendous two days here in Boston. And it's interesting to look at the parallels between the political landscape, the moving plates now that Biden's visit has been announced. Mm. And interesting to see the response from the UK government uh, and from Minister for Northern Ireland, Steve Baker, last night. Uh, and also very interesting to hear the views of Joe Kennedy. And Joe Kennedy's mandate is to develop economic development and to create that in Northern Ireland. And if we look at the island of Ireland and if you look at the UK and their need now to establish uh, a trade deal with the US, like this is all within play over the coming days. And I think our visit to Boston is very timely. And if you look at what enables that trade and that economic development, it's relationships. It's relationships between me and Joan and GP mm. and the hundreds of CEOs that we've engaged with over the last couple of days. And that's exactly what we're at. We're creating that environment for those relationships to develop. And that's a soft tissue connectivity that requires contact. It requires people to convene. It requires us to be in person. And we've seen a huge amount of seeds being sown over the last two days that will blossom into opportunities for people right across Ireland, right across the UK. And Ireland's position as an investment location mm. is evolving. It's no longer just about transatlantic trade, bilateral relations. It's a trilateral trade positioning to position Ireland, not just as a gateway to Europe, but as an island at the centre of the global economy. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting because I, I know the Gateway to Europe mission has constantly evolved and, and it constantly will, but, but that UK element is important and for, for a myriad of reasons which we won't go into, we all take kind of a perverse glee when, mm. when uh, it talks about trade deal with the US gets scuppered. <laughs> um, but, but uh, I mean, a, a, a booming UK economy is really important to Ireland. And, and, and I know that's an aspect, as you and I have spoken about it before, of, you know, companies who are looking to locate in Europe. I mean, the UK now, the fact that they're outside the European Union, that they, they want an easy stepping stone as well from the 26 counties into Britain. Just look at the investment patterns that come from Boston, that come from the US. They go into international markets, usually fueled by investment, and they look to grow into the European marketplace. Historically, the number one place that they look to penetrate as a marketplace is the UK. They tend to come to Ireland and do that from Ireland. It's usually the most familiar marketplace they look to do. GP have done that. Mm. And many other tech companies have done that. So like, we need to understand that, that mm. this isn't just about access to Europe, that the UK tends to be that soft landing zone for US investment into Europe. And we need to position ourselves and we need to maintain this relationship with the United Kingdom, because it's critical for U.S. investment into Europe. And, and I know when I talk about the, the evolving nature of it, um, 
kind of a funny anecdote. Last year when we were here, I saw a guy pucking around with his kids on Boston Common. And I remember running up to him and he was a chap from Watford. And he just said, oh, I'm here with my wife. She's just kind of moved here uh, uh, for a work thing. We didn't really get into it, actually. I was just talking to him about Gaelic games, mostly, as you do. Um, uh, but I met his wife last night, Sharon Cunningham. And I know she was speaking here at the event as well. That's a great example of how the, the, the message and the mission has evolved because she is expanding the other direction from Ex Ireland into the States. I heard that story. I heard it through Sharon that she met you. So I heard his version of the story and it's not as good. <laughs> but Sharon is amazing. She's an example of an Irish originated um, uh, pharmaceutical company. Uh, and again, they're in the oncology business. But like they are maybe four or five years old. They just got FDA approval. So an Irish company coming to the US like, with a product, with an infrastructure, with serious financial backing, has opened up a new marketplace. And it's a classic example of the impact and that Irish advantage, in fact, of coming over here. But it's that level of relationships, that level of connectivity. And I think the advantage that we have in coming here in many ways is tapping the diaspora. It's tapping not just the blood ties, but the huge amount of goodwill of companies who have mm. had such success, like GP, like Joan, coming to Ireland because of the investment. And that's the new language and the new artery of relationships we need to continue to develop and nurture. Well, Joan, listen, a, a bit of advice uh, before I let you go. Um, I, I'm, I'm honest about it, but just maybe pack a raincoat just in case. That's all I'd say. <laughs> and on the off chance, it's one of the one day of the year when there's a bit of drizzle in Galway. Uh, uh, it is a beautiful part of the world, uh, Galway, like Boston is, and it's our great pleasure to be here. Uh, so thank you to Joan Grolo, who's Vice President of Partner Marketing at GP, and to Robbie McGillifaldrick uh, from Ireland Gateway to Europe and Sigmar. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.